and welcome back to Madness in the Method, the podcast where we talk about Nicolas Cage movies, and nothing but Nicolas Cage movies. My name is Tobias, and with me as always is my friend and trusted co-host, uh, Christopher. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And today we are talking about uh, the 2010 action-adventure extravaganza, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah. Starring Nicolas Cage. Well... Yeah, yeah, starring Nicolas Cage. Yeah. He's second lead. But still. Uh, second lead next to Jay Baruchel. <laughs> back when he still made things. Yeah. When, back when he still believed in, in, in uh, Hollywood, I suppose. What is he doing nowadays? I, I have no idea. He, he got kind of... Because, you know, he, he, he blew up with the, with the early... Um, uh, the movies. What are they? Not Knocked Up and... Uh, all those movies. Yeah. The guy who made all those movies. I don't remember uh, his name. Something. Um, and, uh, you know, he was famous for a while. And he got some other, you know, he he, he made it big with the How to Train a Dragon franchise. But then I guess he got kind of disillusioned. He didn't really like being in the limelight. So he kind of retreated back to Canada. Oh, okay. He, he like uh, he. I mean, he still does things, just much on a much smaller level. Judd Apatow. Jud- Jud- Apatow, yes, exactly. Yeah. He was part of the Apatow crew. Um, they even like made that into one of the movies. Uh, what's the one? The World's End, whatever it's called. Mm. Um, which is literally about him coming over to hang with Seth Rogen, who has become fully Hollywoodized, oh. and how he like he like hates it and thinks everyone's a hypocrite. And then mm. the world ends, and they have to like become friends again. Oh. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Um, but anyway, this was before that, and he was uh, he he was starring in a Disney movie. Like he was he was going all in, and yeah. he had and he got to make a movie with uh, Nicolas Cage. So we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you had not seen this movie before, right? Mm, no, no, not at all. And what did you think? Go- what, that did you know anything about it except it was a Disney adventure movie? Uh, no. I, I honestly, like, when it came out, uh, I think I was still in, like, a pretentious phase. I was, ugh, Disney mm. trash, basically. So <laughs> I never really paid any attention to it. Um, I don't even think I had seen a trailer for it. Yeah, it's not a movie that people talk about since then, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what did you what did you expect? Did you expect to, to enjoy it or hate well, it? I, I, you, you had praised it, or at least you know said it's good, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah good is good is a strong word, but I said it's fun. It's yeah. a fun movie. <laughs> um, and then I saw that uh, John Turtletop directed it, and he directed Nicolas Cage in two pretty good uh, uh, National Treasure movies. Mm-hmm. So uh, I expected, but also the same year as this, he made the um, uh, the Prince of Persia movie, which is not good. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, it's not terrible, but it's not It was good. a weird time of Disney. Yes. Or this, the, not, not specifically Disney, but this kind of young adult fantasy present now, uh, what do you call it? Fantasy in, in, in our world movies. Yes. Well, yeah, I, I don't know what you call it. Fantasy, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this, that's really what this is trying to uh, tap into, yeah. that YA... Uh, um, uh, crowd, yeah. But it, is it based on a book or something? I didn't look that up actually. I don't think it's based on anything except, well, I guess the King Arthur myth. But no, I think. Well, it's yeah. Um, no, yeah. It's just uh, it's an original script. Yeah. The, hey, that's fun because <laughs> it 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 feels like something that should be from a book. Like you know, it's it's 
it's um uh, creative and you know weird enough to like oh no 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 screenwriter came up with this they they stole this from a book but no they actually came up with it yeah. that's that's a plus <laughs> um the movie uh, all in all is um it was fine would you say it's it's a fun movie Yeah, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I didn't laugh out loud, but it was fun. You know, it was exciting at times, but it suffers hard from what a lot of movies had back then. It's the origin story. Uh, yeah, because it's like, oh, there's this uh, huge threat. Like Morgana is coming back. We have to stop her before she takes over the world with her army of the dead. But also, I gotta train you now. So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna slow, slow it down, and we're not gonna chase yeah. after the super dangerous sorcerer. We're gonna train you here. Throw some, throw some fireballs at you for a while, and then half the movie go goes to like him finding his powers, and them just sitting in that uh, the lab he has. Yeah, yeah. So I I saw this sort of when it got out when it uh, was released, uh, maybe a year later or something. No. Yeah. Um. And I, I thought it was, it was, yeah. Again, it was a fun movie. It was fun in the same way as, yeah, National Treasure is. It's a, it's a fun, fun play on the the old myth of King Arthur. There's yeah. some good callbacks to this the animated Sword and Stone, the old movie. Uh, it's just, it's a fun movie. So I've gone back and rewatched it a few times. In in those like, it's Thursday night. I have nothing to watch. And I don't really want to get invested in a thing kind yeah. of way. That's so I, I've gone back to it a few times, um, and yeah. So that so I pretty much knew what I was expected. Uh, I always seem to forget that it really sort of slows down in the beginning of the third act. Yeah. Uh, not in the action way, but in the like, come on, get on with it kind of way. Yes. Uh, on on honestly, like. They they because it's a because it's you know because it's a movie, mm. and because it's they want to you know cash in on like Twilight and I don't know, uh, not really Harry Potter because Harry Potter was kind of over at this point. Or, no, maybe it was just wrapping up. I'm not sure. Whatever, it was around that time. They they wanted to throw in a love story there as well. Yeah. Um, and I'm all for uh, watching more movies with Teresa Palmer. I think she's great, mm. but they didn't really have <clears throat> they didn't have time for that. So it just felt shoehorned in. It didn't fit at all. <clears throat> that should have, I mean, because they had to spend time on like the actual plot. They had to spend time on building up, you know, the backstory. They had to spend time on the training because it's an origin story, and they had to have a love story. There was too much yeah. for a movie that's barely two hours. Yeah, and just the beginning of the third act, it's sort of there's not there's a lot of running time left, but there's not a lot of story left. No, yeah. Everyone is introduced. Everything, all the stakes are set. Everything is they're just meandering about, sort of in a way. Yeah. Um, and so that's one of the part I always forget it because I think now that I actually watched it uh, straight through, I think I always like rewind this movie a few times. <laughs> okay. And just skip, skip to the good part, sort of. So I think that's also why why it's more fun in my mind than it was watching it. So it, it was a little. Less than I remembered, but I still like it. Yeah, you know, the, the, like in like in, and, and also one one problem which I, I've never encountered before. It it made New York City one of the like not not just well, it is a, a lo- the largest city in the world. Mm-hmm. It made it feel super small. 
Yeah. Because they, they, were, they were really just staying in a few... They didn't really explore the, the town that much. It, like, it felt very cramped somehow, even though they, it takes place in New York City. Yeah, the, the, there was a few, very few locations, and it seemed like they always like just like ran into each other. Oh, you're here. Yeah, and then... In the second place we're in the city. In the city. Yeah, and, and because they had that laboratory as like a hub... They kept mm. coming back to it. It was not like they were on a they weren't on a journey. They were just like, oh, we're in New York, you know. Oh, okay. You know what? It was a little. It was a little gamey in yeah. how it was. Yeah, a made. little bit. Yeah. It was like you go to the hub, you train a little, then you go to the Chinatown level, you do that, <laughs> yeah. then you go yeah. back to the hub. Yeah, and almost. Then, and then you go to that play, that level, and then go back <laughs> to the hub, because um, because you, you never return to most of the places except the hub. No, that's true. Yeah, we never returned to his apartment again. We never returned to Chinatown again. We never. I don't know if. Yeah, we never returned to his shop again. Mm, yeah. well, at one point, when he goes to pick up uh, his bag, I don't even remember what he had in the bag. He opens up that section in the wall with magic again. Oh right, yeah, right. That's in the. That's shop. the only time yeah. they go back to a place, basically. That's true. But I mean, barely. Yeah, it doesn't just really. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, one thing that's interesting in this movie is that uh, I think this is one of the few times where someone sort of overplays Nicolas Cage. Really? I think Alfred Molina really steals the show. Oh, in this. you mean that? Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he is really playing around with this character and having a f- great time. Yeah. Um, so Alfred Molina seems like he is taking the Nicolas Cage energy that Nicolas Cage usually has in movies. A little bit. I mean, I think uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about him yet, but I think Nicolas Cage 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 does a good job in this. It's uh. Mm-hmm. It's his, you know, mainstream, big budget, kind of restrained performance, but it's still good, and he he has certain a certain charm, a certain panache to his character. Yeah, I think it does a good job. Yeah, he's fine. I think most people does a good job, except I'd say uh, Jay Barukel. Is your is your computer yeah, malfunctioning? No. What? Hmm? No. And you suddenly you were like slamming your mouse against the. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> you're like, hello! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no. sorry. Yeah, so, uh, no, uh, yeah, so I think Jay did a, he was the worst in this movie. Yeah, but that's, that's kind of, that's, and I think that might also be why he left Hollywood, because that was kind of his thing. He, he was like, oh, oh, shucks, I'm this guy, I don't know what's going on here. Oh, no, yeah. I'm a sorcerer now, okay. Yeah, uh, and, and it's... T- t- kind of typecast. Have you seen the movie, uh, he made a movie like She's... Or, uh, like, she's a way above your league or something. It's a super weird romantic comedy. Um, which really, really, like, it, it, I don't know, it, it's, it's like, it's like a movie about him, it feels like. And he's, he's the same in every movie. So if you've seen that, you've seen every movie he's ever made. No, I don't think so. Um, and I, I like him. I, I like that kind of character, but I can, I can, it's, you know, it won't work in every movie. Um, where where he works the best is in the How to Train a Dragon movies because then he's just a voice uh, and and I, I always say that actors like I think at least to me it feels like they 
they feel a little bit more free when they're just doing voice acting because you know they don't have to think about how they look. One yeah. exception, one ex- exception would be Nicolas Cage, of course, like because he doesn't care any time; <laughs> he just goes for it. Every actor should be like him, yeah. but every actor kind of channels that and Nicolas Cage energy when they do voice acting. So he's really good in those movies. Have you seen the How to Train a Dragon movies? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I haven't seen the third one. I saw the first two. They're really good, actually. Like, legitimately really good. So, yeah, if you want to... I, I, I just sort of uh, lost interest in, like, animated kids' movies after Moana. Yeah, sure. uh, I don't know. So I have seen, like, barely any after Moana. Oh, but How to Train a Dragon was way before Moana. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I think the first one came in like 2009 or something. Oh, okay. But either way. older. But uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I, it's just... Never, never got into it. Sort of just... I, I don't think I will watch it either. No, sure, uh, sure. And yeah, Ni- yeah. Nicolas Cage isn't in them, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I only watch Nicolas Cage movies nowadays, so... Yeah, me too, almost. <laughs> um, was there... Was there... Was there anything... Like... That you that you was was there any part of this that you really liked something that you wish they'd like emphasize more on? Um, I really like the I really like how the way they portray magic in this. Yes, I was I was I was hoping for that one. Yes, because yeah. me too. I, I liked yeah. how they did it. It was because uh, uh, it was interesting. There is some of the boarding just different colored of energy balls that they got a, a few of those. Sure. Um. But you gotta, gotta, gotta have a few of those. Yeah. Uh, but then there's a lot of interesting just uses of magic with, like, creating wolves and making things alive. And I, I would like that they expanded more on those things and less on the teaching. Or maybe just in the teaching talk more about it. Yeah. And I like... All, all the teaching scenes were like, you stand there and then you do this with your hand... And then we get a montage of you doing this with your hand. Yeah, that's it. It was a, it was a lot of uh, I, I I I thought of the behind the scenes uh, footage from some of the Avengers movies when you see uh, whatever the Scarlet Witch lady, whatever her name is, the real actor's yeah. name, when she's you know because she has also she has those red like energy balls she just throws around in those movies. Yeah. And when you and she almost has those like elaborate hand movements, but when you watch it without the effects, mm-hmm. it's just her standing like ooh, like she's like psychoth trance dancing or something. Yeah. And I, there's a lot of that, that was just going through my head when they were shooting magic at each other in this movie. Like there's a lot of cool hand movements. I'm like, there's nothing there. I would I would be laughing out loud if I was on set right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so more 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 of that, more exploring of that. I yeah. think that's more interesting in how the magic works and. It's, it is an interesting um, way of talking about magic that is like the science science and magic. Yeah. It's the old quote of sci- indistinguishable to magic thing. Um, you know? What you consider magic is what you consider science. That's not the specific quote, but I'm, I'm thinking of the one they used the year after this, actually, in the first Thor movie. That's how he explains it. Oh, no, there's, there's a quote in, I think it's an old book somewhere. Uh, oh, okay. Where it's like where they talk about uh, when when science become to us well, when science is a certain way above your head, it's yeah. indistinguishable to magic. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like yeah, so um, um, 
and I, I, I like that um, aspect is that, that they kind of they kind of explained magic in a somewhat realistic like if you're gonna explain yeah. magic somehow this made sense that you know yeah. it's all about atoms and molecules yeah. until they come to oh yeah there's a mirror world too like, oh Wait a well minute. yeah hang, hang on a minute you kind of uh, lost me but whatever it's magic <laughs> you know they they reverse the molecules or something <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. okay let's move on <laughs> but yeah so it's, it's, <laughs> I I think the the just the effects of this movie is pretty great yeah I liked it too especially like, the first time you saw the first time you saw Nicolas Cage make uh, the blue energy ball I really liked the like it, it looked really like looked realistic like yeah it didn't like oh look cool effect it was like oh magic yeah and also those like the the, the broom scene also very good effects, yeah but you know why because I looked I, I saw some mention, yes a lot of it is just people in green screen suits actually moving the mops and then uh-huh. paint, painting them out and then adding some you know CGI uh, yeah. magic to it that's why it looks real because it mostly is real <laughs> yeah uh, practical yeah, so effects I, you know yeah I like, the, I like the attention of details uh, yeah for, for the magic scenes um, so that that's definitely my favorite part uh, my least favorite part is really the story. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird very. To say, but but it, it's, it's it is so generic and so yeah. It's it's just it's the, paint by the, numbers. Uh, yeah, a fantasy adventure movie. Yeah, um, which doesn't make it less fun, but it's never gonna be like a great movie. I'm never gonna put it on any list of greatest mm-hmm, movies no of course it's, yeah it's such a weak script and yeah again as you said just paint by numbers everything yeah i think the only difference is that the the chosen one is a a grown man it's usually like a kid yeah it's usually like teenager. high school age but he's he's graduating from college pretty soon so like he's yeah, yeah he's 20 years old yeah they should have made him a little younger i don't know yeah, but- uh, I don't know. I, I like it because it, then it gets then it gets something that is new at least. There's no, sure, but something. I mean, if they if they really wanted to go for the YA stuff, they should have made him like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, or like he's still in high school, but nope. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a strange choice, but yeah, like like you said, yeah, I, I welcome that. It's a, at least a little different. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and Nicholas Cage then. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, we, we said that we liked him, but uh, yeah, was there anything specific? Um, he he seemed to take the whole thing very seriously, um, mm-hmm. which I guess that's that's the thing. He never like he never he never like throws uh, 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 like his his performance just because he doesn't doesn't believe in the movie, I suppose. But a movie like this, sometimes we've talked about him phoning it in, and this felt like a movie that where he could have phoned it in, um, but he actually I think he goes for it, and I, I he was convincing. I like him yeah. as a as a kind of cool sorcerer. Yeah, it really it suits him in this sort of Nicolas Cage being an alien kind of way. Yeah, uh, really suits the the strange thousand year old wizard, but <coughs> yeah. but still talking like a normal person uh, thing. It's a, it's the kind of role that I would like to see him. Uh, revisit, and I'm pretty sure that was the point of this. It was supposed to be the start of a franchise, but uh, I haven't looked uh, it up. But I'm pretty sure it bombed, so you know, never, never made any sequels. Yeah, no. Um, 
But um, this is this is obviously the start of a of a at least if not a franchise at least like the there's like a they could make a sequel to this super easy just like oh whatever his name is what's his name uh, Dave I need your help again yeah, oh, yeah they could Horvath you, is back but do you think it was it was intentional because it doesn't feel like the weird cliffhanger thing you don't no. even see like the bad guy sort of uh, open you, their eyes or anything like you that. do though. You do? There is an there is a um, end credit whatever it is called. Oh, end I missed the end. I missed the end credit. Where they like they like uh, dolly over some uh, over some like artifacts, and the last one is uh, Horvath's hat, and then uh, a shadowy figure picks it up, and you kind of you kind of see the hint of a cane as he walks by. It's like, All Ooh. right. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll take it. I take it back. <laughs> and I mean, this is obviously like I said, this is an origin story, so they were setting it up like in the next movie's gonna actually be a sorcerer you know yeah um and i why can't we have more movies that start with the second one yeah or or it's just one movie you know it could be the movie of uh of someone becoming a um uh a sorcerer but you know it it can then just be like uh, you know and now i am the sorcerer bye like it doesn't have to be continuation of something you know no no I'm just. Can we stop? I'm so tired of the training movie. Yes. Where the entire movie is just training for the battle, and then it's like I don't. We have Rocky. We don't need any other of these <laughs> movies. That's the that's the one. We need that one. <laughs> yes. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And it would have been much easier. That's also you know. But it and they could have made one change to this, but they obviously they wanted this to be a franchise because you know. They're not going to spend money in a movie unless they can make a sequel to it to make more money. I mean, that's that's how uh, that's how they make movies nowadays. I mean, they've always yeah. kind of made movies that way, but now it's really how they make movies. And it started around here because this was two years into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Everyone, everyone wanted to cash in on that or or the YA stuff that was going on. Yeah, I'm just saying. I would like. It has happened a few times. I would like it more. Where we start with the second one. We have a th- trilogy, but we start with the second one. That's the first one. And then we can drop the prequel later. Yeah. About the training and how they c- came to this place. Because then we're more invested and care. In these movies, in, like, in most movies, when we have this training movie, <laughs> there's like, okay, yeah, he's going to be good and then he's going to win. Yep, that's the movie. That's, yeah. There's nothing more. Or, that's interesting if we're, in, if we're invested with the character because of something else he or she has done. Yeah. Or how I would do it is to you, you remove one detail from this. Do not make Jay Baruchel's character the one, the chosen one, the what was he? <laughs> yeah. the, the prime Merlinian, which was super silly. Yeah. Merlinian. Uh, and the, what was it? Morganian? Morga- Morganians and Merlinians. Yeah, come yeah. on. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, um, just make him like, oh shucks, I, I'm Jay Baruchel. He could have been that character, and there was nothing special about him at all. But he he was just there when um, when uh, Balthasar, like uh, uh, when when Horvath Horvath was released, Alfred Molina, the bad guy. When yeah. he was released, Dave was there, and Nicholas Cage was like, you're gonna it was. Not that it was his fault, but maybe maybe he inadvertently let him go because he he dropped the urn or something, you know, to release his spirit. Um, and then you just have 
him like you made this mess now you're gonna help me undo it and he's like oh but i'm not a sorcerer but whatever and he just okay. goes along for the adventure mm-hmm. and then instead of having like training montage and stopping here to teach you this and talk, it's on the way to find horvath the bad guy he just Tells you that there's this entire hidden world of sorcerers. We have been uh, gestating for uh, hundreds of years, but now evil is coming back, and whatever, let's fight Horvath now. You just, you just do it on the run instead of stopping all the time. Um. And you're, you're fine. And in the end, he doesn't like become a sorcerer, but you know, because he, he's still, a, he's just like every, he's like an everyman, you know, someone the audience can relate to. But then in the end, somehow, he manages to defeat the bad guy. Even though he's not actually a sorcerer, because you know he uses the power from within or the power of love, because I w- he has Becky with him, who is in danger now. There was this one thing that I was thinking of the end of the movie. Um, again, I knew it was, but I was like, oh, that would be a cool thing uh, when he uh-huh. put, put the Tesla coil on his car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That maybe it would have been great if the, the the prophecy were he can use magic without the ring. No, he just uses science. He's just he can yeah. use Tesla oh. coil without the ring. That, of course, that, that was the point. Yeah, that's Not how that he defeats he... the bad guy. He yeah. he he uses science, bitches. Yeah, it's yeah. like the the. Uh, I'm thinking of the. There's a scene from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, where there's the this big bad guy, who is uh, the the old prophecy says he can't be killed by, uh, by any any weapon made by man. Ah, yeah. uh, so a woman then... makes it. No, 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 oh, it's not okay. that. They, they they kill him with a bazooka because the prophecy is very old and they didn't have bazookas. Oh, like okay, so yeah, they... that's pretty funny. So okay. they just they just kill him with a bazooka and he's dead. That's it. That's <laughs> done. Yeah, and then they can, then they can, and he uses Tesla coil, so then he can do the whole like, ooh, magic is actually science and science yeah. is kind of magic. Hey, yeah, yeah. It would have been cool, but then they had to do the old, the. Yeah. the they had to Obvious do the chosen thing. one, yeah, yeah. They had to do the chosen one because that's cooler. But no, it's not. It's actually cooler no. if he's more relatable, which he is. Yeah. But not everyone can be the chosen one. Yeah. No. They wanted uh, Luke Skywalker, but for this story, uh, Luke Skywalker wasn't the right archetype. No. I don't know if if there is a name for the archetype of not not chosen one. Mm, no, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's kind of like. Like hero convenience or something. Like I that, maybe? I don't know. I always I always I always think of um, uh, the Elder Scrolls. Which one is it? Five Oblivion. No, yeah, four. Because Skyrim yeah, was five. They're making yeah, six four. now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, where you're the main character. Like you, obviously, you're playing the main character. But in the final battle of that game, you're basically just watching two other guys fight. Yeah, because it turns out that Martin was the last dragon, the 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 king's illegitimate son. Yeah, you you are actually in the in the story. You're actually not the main character. Yeah, exactly. You just play a, like a side character who's there. You you're there. You're there to facilitate uh, the return of, of Martin as the dragon, so yeah. you can fight uh, the god of oblivion, whatever it is his name yeah. is. And I, I love that. <laughs> yeah, you still but get to go is... on a bunch of adventures, so that's fine. Yeah, you just don't have to save the world every time. Yeah, you don't have to be the dragonborn. <laughs> you don't have to be the prime Merlinian. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, oh, so I'm just thinking, uh, did Merlin? Did Merlin himself came up with that name? Was he like, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call my bloodline the Merlinians? 
Yeah. <laughs> Probably. It's it's a very it's a very self-absorbed thing, but you know, yeah. he's that kind of guy. It's like that yeah. Seinfeld joke about how Plato came up with a platonic relationship. Imagine imagine the ego of that guy calling it, you know, giving it his own name. But yeah, it's a relationship where you're only friends. It's platonic. Because I'm Plato, and I came up with it. So, uh, yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. Like, yeah, they're the best sorcerers ever, and they're going to defeat all evil. So, of course, they're Merlinians. <laughs> or are they, or are they, are they suggesting that Merlin is not a name and more of like a, a, a title or maybe a, a race, so to speak, well, or, a, they, or they, a creed? Yeah, they, yeah, I think the... Um, sort of like a Gandhi. What, what? You know. Nicholas Cage's no. character, whatever he's called, um, he he mentions something about like the blood. I think there's a bloodline because he's like there's a tiny tiny part of you that is related to murder. Or something oh yeah, like that. yeah, that's true. So, so I think I think it's like blood. Yeah, I think it's bloodline. Yeah, uh, but then I don't know why he's the prime one. Shouldn't the prime one be like the first Merlin's kid? Yeah, um, or something like that. I, yeah, it's a little fuzzy on. Um, why you know or, or or how yeah like there's not <sighs> was so so was so was uh was Dave's dad also a Merlinian just not a prime Merlinian or his mom maybe I don't know he has one of his maybe. parents because uh, yeah. then it is a family thing I don't know honestly yeah. it doesn't really matter it's just that no. he's the chosen one <laughs> he's just the chosen one don't yeah. ask any questions yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We'll deal with that in the sequel. Oh, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> so I, I I did read here on uh, the trivia. Apparently, mm-hmm. the idea for the film was largely largely Nicholas Cage's. <gasps> what? Oh, as he wanted, that's cool. he, he wanted to explore a mystic world with magical character. <laughs> well, the world wasn't that mystic, but he was a magical character. Yep, that's <laughs> just. I was just, I'm wondering if he just called his agents about I want to play magic guy. He's like fix the movie. Listen here, I want to be Merlin. I want to I want to be Merlin in the movie. But yeah, but they're not making a King Arthur movie. We're making one now. <laughs> That's how it started. But then it's like and then yeah, you're Balthasar, but Merlin is in the movies. Fine, I'm Balthasar. Okay, so. The, the basic idea for the film was mostly Nicolas Cage's who wanted to explore a mystic world and play a character with magic play a character with magical powers. That's really and awesome. Follow, and following a suggestion by his producer friend, Todd Garner, decided to make a feature-length movie based upon Fantasia segment of the same name. Yeah, because that's the whole uh, cleaning thing. That's yeah. that's taken from Fantasia. On February 12, 2007, this film was announced by Disney, reference to the original animated Animation include the scene where Dave animates mobs to clean his yeah. laboratory. So, um, yeah, so, um, yeah. Nicholas Cage saw Fantasia, said, yeah. <laughs> yes. I want to be in Fantasia. <laughs> Let's make Fantasia 3. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, um... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? 
yeah, th- there isn't much to say about the movie. No, there yeah. Is, there's really no depth to the movie. No. Everyone does a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's fun, but it there's 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 nothing really original here. Nope. There's like th- this is a classic um Disney young adult fantasy movie. Yeah. Just classic. Nothing special. Which is probably why it didn't like became a big deal. Because everyone has seen this movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean not this movie, but this movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um and uh, like it's not bad. It's okay. But with a few tweaks it could have been much more fun. Much more good, if that's so, yeah. if that's proper grammar. Um, it, 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 instead of instead of uh, instead of going for the like modern YA novel, you know, franchise uh, starter movie, they should have just gone for like, uh, you know, the you know late eighties, early nineties, you know, uh, PG thirteen kids adventure movie feeling. They like, should they should, should have, have been more, gone... more more Goonies, more like fucking Disney. Disney made it perfect. Which I saw it. I saw it for the first time last year. They made a perfect, you know, adventure movie formula in uh, Hocus Pocus. Like, huh? yeah, because there you, you you introduce everything. You have your hero. They're not really the chosen one, but they're in, they're involved in the story. And there's no like need. It doesn't. It's not trying to build a bigger universe. It's just one movie, and it wraps yeah. up perfectly in the end. It's fun and it's exciting, and you forget about it in a couple of days. You know. I I, I was thinking of um, also Disney uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Sure, yeah. that became a huge thing, but, but it the, wasn't supposed to. No, the they original, only, the original, yeah, the was, original movie was meant to be just one. Movie. That's not actually true. They did, uh, even though that was uh, you know an afterthought. Uh, when they named, when they gave the movie a subtitle, "Curse of the Black Pearl," that was so instead of uh, numbering the movies, they could just give each sequel a subtitle. So there were oh, yeah. there were ideas to make sequels, but the original yeah. script was just one movie. Yeah. yeah, I was I was talking about the script. Yeah, sure, sure. Was, yeah. The script in mind was made. Then, of course, when they got all the when they got Johnny Depp and things, it's, yeah. it spiraled. But yeah, um, but on the script on the page, it was only one movie. Yeah, and it wraps up perfectly. Yeah, it, yeah. It wraps up so, and it's even this. It's not even like a. It's not even sequel bait. It's just to show that hey. Uh, Captain Sparrow is always going to be Captain Sparrow, you know, when he looks at the... when he goes on the ship in the end. And yeah. he says, we're really bad eggs. Drink up me, mate. Yo ho! And then the movie ends. Because we know, ah, yeah. he's going to go on on more adventures. Mm. We don't need to see those adventures. It's fine, you know? Yeah. We have... Mm. We have this. It's perfect. That movie's perfect. Uh, <laughs> I love, is, it, it, I love is, it is... It is close to a perfect movie. I yeah, would true. argue it is a perfect movie. Uh, I wouldn't say perfect. There's, there's, there's some things. We but, we, uh, we talked about that ad nauseum uh, last yeah. summer on on uh, on the spoiler cast. We made a five mm. hour episode about all the pirates <sighs> movies. Um, so you, you can listen to that uh, on on this um, on this RSS feed or on Patreon.com/slash No Make Scene. Um, no, yeah. So so Disney had like they 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 had that perfect adventure movie. And I think they tried to recreate that over and over again, and they just failed miserably every time, no. except for the first um, uh, National Treasure movie. That was okay, not not yeah. no nowhere near as good as the first Pirates, but it was good. Would you say National Treasure's first National Treasure is better than this one? Yes, definitely. Yeah. And that's also kind of funny um, because it's the same director, 
And I'm wondering if there was reshoots for this. Because the opening, like the cold open for this, when they kind of explained the whole deal with Merlin uh, and Morgana and Horvath and Caroline, is her name? Monica Bellucci? Ver- Monica Veronica. Bellucci, who's... Veronica, sorry. Monica Bellucci was in this for like three minutes. What the yeah. fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, those scenes, and that was like the opening... Uh, it, it did not inspire hope in me, because those scenes were super, like, uh, uh, like bad. And and the acting was terrible and it felt flat. It felt like they had the movie. It started with Dave as a kid, but then the producer was like, oh, "But you have to explain what's actually going on before we introduce Dave as a kid." So now go. You, here's ten million or whatever. Go shoot the opening scenes again and explain everything. There doesn't. There can't be a mystery here, because everything we get in those scenes are kind of explained throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, and that was very annoying. That they sort of made the the opening. Uh, it was the point when Dave was like, "You have to tell me these things. What's going on? Oh. Who's in the thing?" Then then they tell the whole story. Yeah. Why do we have that scene if we have the opening? And why do we have the opening if we had that scene? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It's dumb. It's very dumb. And I hate when I hate when movies do that. And when they explain the plot in the beginning. And then they explain the plot again in the middle of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. You have you have you seen Highlander? They do that. I think they do it three times in that movie. Uh, that yeah, movie. That movie is just explaining the backstory of the Highlanders. It was a while ago. <laughs> that was a while ago. Oh well, but overall, I thought it was fine. Yeah. So, uh, what did uh, what did the critics think? The critics were not uh, super um, generous. It's got a 46, yeah. so it's slightly below average, which yeah. I kind of agree with. Um, there are... I actually haven't looked at the numbers. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, mostly middling, middle of the road here, uh, but usually you get like one really good review. Mm-hmm. Not here. The, hi- <laughs> the highest score it got um, was... Um, 75 from San Francisco Chronicle. Um, it says, The Sorcerer's Apprentice boils down to The Karate Kid meets Harry Potter with maybe a dash of Ghostbusters to keep it interesting. Uh, okay, yeah, I guess. Maybe. But then... Uh, but then Ghostbusters fit in, but sure. Uh, that they're trying to catch a demon instead of ghosts or a, a wizard? I don't, I don't, I don't oh. know. And they're in New York. I suppose that's uh, part of, of it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then there's a lot of, you know, 60s, 50s, 40s, and then a few really bad, not, not well, yeah, two really bad ones, two 25s. Um, the, the worst one is from Rolling Stones. Cage and Barishel work hard to stay accessible, but the computer-generated effects come on like heavy artillery blowing away any hint of flesh and blood. The Sorcerer's Apprentice should be rated U for untouched by human hands. That's a little harsh. Yeah. They, uh, maybe, you know, at this point, maybe people weren't as used to CGI as we are now. Because, yeah. like, if he just waited a couple of years, he, he, he must have been crying blood when watching movies in the, in the mainstream cinema. Because, like, a few years yeah. after this, all Disney movies were fucking, like, 90, all their, like, re, um, live action movies are basically 95% animated. Have you seen yeah. uh, fucking John Carter? <laughs> Uh no, I don't think I. Oh, you haven't. Did. I, I love that movie, but it was a it's a 
It's um, That's the Mars movie, right? Yeah, John it was supposed to be John Carter Mars, which is an awesome title, yeah. but they changed it to just John Carter, and then yeah. it crashed spectacularly yeah, in Canada. I, 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 I know the movie because I, I like the, the 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 story around the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's based on the source material for all science fiction. Yeah, yeah, A Princess but, of Mars. Yeah, the book. Yeah, but since the John Carter movie came out so late, everyone is like, "Oh, he's just copying every other movie." It's like, <laughs> yeah. no, everyone was copying this one. Yeah, and it's, I like uh, that. I but so but I never seen. Okay, yeah, it is. It could be kind of hard to swallow because of that, but I, I really like it, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's kind of famous for not being not being the very like final nail in the coffin, but it was the one that made Disney go like, yeah, we're not gonna do we're not gonna do live action anymore. This is this is not happening, um, because the year after that they, they gave it one more try and made um, uh, the Lone Ranger movie. Which would they, they poured Oof. even more money into, and it crashed even more than Oof, John Carter. Yeah. And they were like, "That's it!" And then they bought Marvel, and like, "You can make the live action movies now, Marvel. Mm-hmm. We'll just pay for them." And well, they, that they, worked out for they, them, I suppose. They kept making Pirates of the Caribbean, though. That's true, but at that well, at that point, 2011, you had number four and five, which were the bad ones. Well, but they kept doing it. Are there yeah. like seven of them? No, there's only five. The last oh. one, it was just the fourth one came in 2011, right around that mm. time, 2010, 11, 12, where they gave up. And mm. then they waited five, six years to make the next one. It got delayed all the time. And it came out in 2017, oh. whatever it's called, Salazar's Revenge. And it's so mm. fucking bad. It's so bad. Have you Obviously, you haven't I, you haven't seen it? No, I oh, saw okay. the first I, I saw the first and second one. And I think it's a half the third one, and then I was out oh. in that show, that series. Ah, you should finish the third one. It uh, it's a lot in the beginning, but it wraps up beautifully. Because that is the one with like uh, with the uh, when they have Jones? the pirate council and stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah, and they have the final was- battle toward against the East India Company. Yeah, I I think well, I didn't come that far. I think I, I think I stopped somewhere around where, uh, is it Keith Richards who's in it? Yeah, he's just somewhere Jack around there. I, think it, I just I just turn it off. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's the messiest one of those three, but uh, but as a trilogy, it's amazing how it wraps up. Um, so you should at least finish it. I think I have been thinking. Of, I have skip been thinking. skip four and five. They're not good, <laughs> especially not the fifth one. Uh, but yeah, so the user view of the social yes. Apprentice, the actual movie we're talking yes, about. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're actually pretty favorable, uh, even oh. from back then. Okay. Uh, there's a few eights, uh, a lot of sevens, uh, and then a few outliers. We have like a one nine, uh, <laughs> and some threes and fours. Yeah. Uh, it mostly seven, um, and overall it's a six point one. Um, so it's yeah. Any anything anything that sticks out? Most everyone is just like one is saying fun. Uh, <laughs> another one is light and entertaining, fun for the whole family. Yeah, uh, it's like it's easy, charming, fun, perfect summer fair. <laughs> uh, great fun. Cynics need not apply. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, everyone's just fun. It's, it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's like... honestly, this should have been a bigger success than it was. 
Like it had, because yeah. like yeah, we're we're talking about it's a tired formula and they're not mm. doing anything new. But like regular people, uh, regular moviegoers or kids who this is actually aimed at, they don't care. It's perfect for them, so I don't understand why it didn't work. Yeah. Maybe because it is. It's not like super violent or anything, but it is a little dark. Could it have been yeah, that it, parents were like, nah, we're not going to go watch this. We'll watch something else. But it doesn't look dark if you look at like trailers. Okay, but it mostly takes place at night. And, you know, there's uh, a, I don't know. Maybe some, something must have done it, though, because nobody went and saw it. I mean, not nobody, but they barely made uh, any money. They made like $200 million on a $150 uh, million budget. So they, they lost money, basically. I found this review I liked. It was 6, 6, 6 out of 10. Um, this Disney movie is fun, and the effects are first grade. Nicolas Cage is, a, uh, is good as expected. Same goes for Alfred Molina, and it's always nice to see him and Monica Bellucci. Yeah. But there's one big problem, and that is Jay, Jay Baruchel. Uh, I saw some more of that, yeah. Why, oh why, they had to put him into this movie. He ruined it completely with his annoying appearance, voice, and above all... Irritating, not at all talented, talented acting. <laughs> they should have found different actor, different actor for this role. I don't have someone in mind, but this one is very wrong. Without him, it would be a much better movie. But it's still entertaining, in spite of occasional not funny jokes, which are forced into a scenario. The story is barely uh, is bearable, and neat effects pull it out of average slightly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can see that. I, yeah, I, I can agree. I, I think, I really think he was the wrong person for this, for this movie. Um, it, it was just the wrong casting. Yeah. Overall, I, I, I wouldn't say he ruined the movie, but I can no. see this movie be a lot better with a better, more, a better, more expressive actor. Yeah. Because uh, he's a little, he's, he's a little too muted for all the colorful characters in this movie. Yeah, uh, that's think. true. And uh, maybe that was the point, but it missed it missed the mark. If that was the point, that he was supposed to be like the normal straight guy. Um. They should have gotten someone the same year as this. Uh, you had uh, Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief, which was also mm. you know not a huge success, but at least they got one uh, one sequel. Um, mm. But that movie stars uh, Logan Lerman, who I think would have been because it's basically the same role. So he would have yeah. worked. He would have worked really good in this movie because he's, he's, he's fun. He's more like you don't you don't um, you don't uh, uh, associate him with like stoner comedies like you do Jay Baruchel. No. You, he he works as a kid actor, so that would have worked. But I guess yeah, he was in this movie. Uh, he was in uh, Percy Jackson, so that I guess that's why. No. But someone like that, someone more you know kid friendly, so to speak. Not that Jay Baruchel isn't, but. Like I said, he's associated with like Seth Rogen and those people. So yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I have anything else to say about the movie, really. No, me neither. I guess the short short episode. Wow, was... we have been going on for like forty six minutes now, so we're fine. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, so what do you give this movie? I'm gonna give it a solid. I'll give it a solid five. It's five. it's a it's a good five, not a five. You know, it's five. You know, huh? we talked about that. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a, a solid six, a really solid six. It's, okay. it's, I like it, I like it. I would probably see it again, but, I, I, but skipping some parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's um the Sorcerer Apprentice from uh, 2010, uh, the last movie they did 2010. Next week. 2011 stars. He made four movies in 2011. Ah, yes. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) So we have... I just saw the one. Next next week is Season of the Witch. And then we have... The week after that, we have Drive Angry. In 3D. In 3D. Which is literally the title. Yeah. And then we have... Also, that one has a lot of those... We know you notice it is supposed to be a <laughs> yeah. movie where people just put things in the camera just because it's 3D. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Trespass, which I have no idea what it is. Which same makes me even more scared. Yep. And then we have Seeking Justice. Same thing there. I think I've yep. seen a poster oh. for that, but I have no idea. Yep. So this so, is. Um, yeah, as stated, here we go. Yeah, we, this, we talked about that in the last is... episode. Like, he's not really been on a bad run yet, even though people were calling Kick-Ass like a resurgence or whatever. Yeah. This is where the downfall really starts, I would say. Yeah, it's like... Oof. We don't have... I mean, again, I've stated, I think Drive Angry is, is hilarious, because if you watch it as like a stupid over-the-top comedy, it's pretty hilarious. Sure. Uh, but, like, so bad it's good movie, but... The other one. There's like, except that one. When is a movie that we know is bearable? Uh, like, after this, uh, it's like uh, I have no idea. Uh, maybe mom and dad. The, got yeah, good reviews. I I like mom and dad, but it's still one of those movies where people are like, oh, Nicolas Cage, what are you doing? Mm. Um, I'm actually looking forward to Dog Eat Dog, but that's in 2016 because I think that's yeah. a Paul Schrader movie, and I like him. Uh. Um, yeah, so there's there's about ten movies in a row where we have nothing to look forward to. No, yeah, maybe but, something is good. Maybe something is good. Maybe, maybe. Um, there is Army of One where he's like a crazy person who go, goes to Afghanistan to like kill Osama bin Laden or something. <laughs> oh, um, that could be something. That could be something, I suppose. But yeah, this is this is what people think yeah. about when they think of Nicolas Cage. Yeah. This these movies. Uh, I I just hope there's one in here is like a, a Red Rock West because we didn't know anything about Red Rock. No, West. No, that's true. So maybe there's maybe one maybe hopefully. I doubt it, but, but something tells me that Tokarev is not going to be it. <laughs> no, no, nope. So um, yeah, um, Sister Witch next week. Yes, I've actually seen that one, or at least like half of it. It's yeah. it's not good. That, that, is that also like a magic movie? Yes, he he. No, he's like a he's like a knight. I think he's a a, f- a former crusader who has to like uh, deliver a witch to some castle. So it's a oh. yeah, it's ooh, uh. all right. Uh, well, um. so join us next week. Yeah, when the <laughs> when the when the terror starts, when the torture starts, <laughs> when the nightmares begin for real. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and if you want to listen to these episodes in advance, once again, check us out on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Three bucks a month, support our independent podcast endeavors. But other than that, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, we'll see you in the next week. And until then, have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Madness in the Method is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. 
It is produced and directed by Tobias Vedem after a concept by Christopher Billiam. Hosted by Tobias Vedem and Christopher Billiam. Executive producer is Annika Vedem and Laura Kinney. I also want to give a huge shout out to all our patrons over on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Laura Kinney, Mom, Dad, Danny Del Gaiso, and Mac and Mom. 